0: Hi everyone, welcome to Better Together. And as we podcast for future reference, ASWE, as we, as an ASWE stands for the Alzheimer's Society of Windsor and Essex County. This podcast will feature engaging conversation with guests ranging from community leaders to care partners and persons living with dementia to raise awareness about this disease. You're listening to Better Together, and as we podcast, and this is episode twenty-five. My name is Cindy, and I'm joined today by Juliana. Juliana is a care partner to her mom, Joyce. Um, Juliana and Joyce wrote a book together called Cheek, which captures moments of love, laughter, and wisdom between a, da- a daughter and mother. Thank you so much, Juliana, for virtually being here with me today. I'm so grateful because, you know, we've, we've spoken online back and forth, and we finally got to meet at the Walk for Alzheimer's, so that was really, really special. Um, I want to start off with just, you know, talking a little bit about yourself Um, You've done great work in your community, and um, I want our listeners to hear about it.
1: Okay, sure. Um, So I'm originally from Toronto. I was born and raised there and lived there for 30 years. Um, My career started as a professional dancer, choreographer, instructor, um, and then I eventually moved to Woodstock, Ontario, where um, I opened a performing arts school and also taught French at a local private school, part-time, also tutored on the side, and then had an opportunity to teach dance at the University of Waterloo as a credit course. Um, And uh, that was also very rewarding. Um, And while I was operating my dance school, not only was I teaching, but I was also very involved with the administration side of the business. And so when it came time me to make a change and uh, sell the school I decided to transition into business administration so I relocated to Waterloo and I actually continued to teach dance um, at a local studio part-time for seven years um, and then uh, worked um, as an executive assistant in the manufacturing insurance and pharmaceutical industries and then um, just as COVID was tapering off, um, I started a position um, at um, a bovine a reproduction uh, genetics company in Guelph. And so that's where I've been uh, for a while now.
0: Oh, my goodness. All of the different, you know, phases of your your life. It's, yeah. You did a
2: lot of things.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a whirlwind, actually. When I look back at my Woodstock years, I wonder how I did it all. And even in Woodstock, I've... I, Ran a tennis camp for five summers. So, yeah, I did so many uh, different things, <laughs> but well, it was that's...
0: it was very rewarding. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Um, how did you become involved with
1: the Alzheimer's Society? So, um, after my mother was diagnosed with dementia in uh, February of 2019, uh, she was actually uh, the, the York Regional Police called me uh, because she got lost uh, driving one hour north of her Toronto home. Um, And that was very alarming. And that was the tip-off point, Uh, you know, to get her tested, um, get her memory tested with a neurologist at Sunnybrook Hospital. Um, And uh, after that, uh, you know, several months after that, it was in August of 2019 when we moved her from Toronto to Leamington. Ontario, uh, which is her hometown. And we have a long family history there. Uh, my father um, also lived there. He retired there about uh, 20 years ago, made the shift from from Toronto to Leamington. And um, and so, uh, you know, it seemed like the natural transition uh, for her to retire there. Uh, the standard of living is much cheaper than it is in Toronto. And also uh, the wait times for long term care are much shorter. So her Family doctor in uh, Toronto was was saying that um, you know dementia only increases over time, and that um, you know uh, in time she uh, may need long term care. So um, we actually got her on the wait list for long term care um, in April. And uh, the wait time is a year. So uh, we're getting ourselves ready for the next uh, transition. It's, there, there were a lot of things actually happening uh, within the span of about uh, six months to a year because she was, she was diagnosed in the spring of 2019. We moved her in August of 2019. And then in February of 2020, I was unfortunately laid off. Uh, they were downsizing where I was working. And then a month later, COVID hit. So it was like a double whammy. So mm-hmm. um, uh, after, uh, after COVID hit, I was actually spending more time in Leamington, I was spending sometimes 10 days to two weeks every month there. Um, and. Uh, And then I actually became uh, involved with the Alzheimer's Society Waterloo-Wellington, which is in my area, um, involved with their monthly um, support groups, you know, for care partners. And uh, I found that very rewarding because I could hear what other people were going through. um, But then I could also, um, you know, hear, uh, you know, there's, communication strategies you know how they would overcome obstacles and um, and then uh, also have an opportunity to listen to guest speakers and experts in the field and you know they had really had useful tips on how to um, circumvent and navigate uh, you know challenging situations which you know really there's there's no school that prepares you for this you know it's just something that really happened out of the blue and it's, it's a whole new, um, education Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and, um, and, and it's a whole new learning curve, but, um, yeah, so that's how I became involved with them. And then, um, and then with, with uh, all this downtime, um, you know, I was, I was job hunting, but, you know, it seemed like businesses weren't really hiring new people because of the pandemic and, It was really challenging so um and naturally i'm a creative person you know because of my background um and i've always written a little bit on the side you know dabbled in writing pieces Uh, my father um, was a high school history teacher in toronto for 32 years but then he was also um, an author on the side and, and a canadian journalist so after he retired at 55 Um, and, and moved to Leamington. Uh, He's just been writing nonstop. So he, he writes syndicated um, columns for old autos newspaper, and he's written numerous books on, um, on old cars, and uh, he's written dictionaries, sort of a humorous take on the English language. And so Mm -hmm. he was, um, you know, he, he was, um, you know, a great um, resource to bounce ideas off of. Um, But cheek really, uh, developed out of, um, my time with my mother, uh, after COVID, uh, where we were spending more time together. And she's always been, um, a very witty, uh, very theatrical, um, you know, very outgoing, uh, person. And, um, and so, you know, she's always had sayings over the years, or she would, you know, that, that would, um, that would resonate with me or she would uh, say something just right out of the blue sort of a curveball um, that would just have you laughing or or something that um, spoke such truth, you know, like she would just go right to the heart of something uh, that really spoke truth and um, maybe in a way that other people wouldn't really express it she really has a unique way of expressing herself. So. So what I started doing instinctively during our visits is um, writing things down that she would say, you know, it, it would be, you know, maybe one line or it might be a couple of lines or it might be even just like a brief dialogue piece uh, between us. Um, and, and then it, it just felt instinctively natural for me to just go and write things down right away. Um, I was like a magnet to paper (laughs) Um, and then so I kept a a notepad um, by my bedside I kept a and and then that same notepad I would bring it with me in my purse you know whenever we were um, you know running errands and driving around town um, you know she said something that really stuck with me uh, whether it was humorous or whether it was wise or whether it was really loving and, and a tender moment I would just pull the car over to the side of the road and I'd write it down and I just got into the habit of doing that uh because because sometimes I I would say gee you know mom that that's golden what you just said can you say that again and then she'll say because the short-term memory goes first so Mm -hmm. she would say to me you know what Julianne it's gone like I, I I don't remember it so this is why I would pull the car over. I would go to my notepad right away because I wanted to write down exactly what she said word for word in the exact sequence because that's what was so special. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to sort of refabricate what I thought she said. I really wanted it to be word for word. So um, so anyway, this this developed over a period of a few months. And before we knew it, we had like 50 pieces 80 pieces, 100 pieces, and I, like, I had all these pages, and then, you know, and then I, I asked her, I said, you know, like, what do you think if this ever became a book, like, do you think this is book worthy, do you think that people would even be interested in reading this, do you think, uh, people would enjoy it. Do you think? And she said, well, we enjoy it. Like we enjoy our interactions. We think it's funny. We think it's wise. We think they're, you know, there are tender moments of love as well. And why not? I think that uh, the things that we talk about are universal. Um, and then, so we thought, okay, okay, let's actually start working towards the book. So we started adding, um, you know, uh, adding more material. We just continued the writing process. Um, and then. And then the idea uh, came about for um, it, to have it as a fundraiser.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So we thought, okay, well, you know, you have dementia, and you know, of course, after her diagnosis, I just started reading and researching, um, you know, more about uh, dementia and Alzheimer's, and um, and then I thought, you know, this would be really great if it was a fundraiser because it would just have more impact, I think, um, and uh, and then. And then, you know, care partners even during COVID. Um, you know, uh, not just care partners for people with dementia, but care partners during COVID. Um, so it could be for um, people who are elderly, but they're 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 forgetting things mm-hmm. occasionally. So, so in a way, you know, we've always said um, a lapse of memory doesn't have to happen just because you have dementia even though our focus in Cheek is really about someone with dementia. I mean, a lapse of memory can happen at any age. Yeah. So this is, this is actually what has made the book um, a little bit more far-reaching, uh, a little more universal. Um, but if we bring it back to the dementia piece, um, that, there, that there isn't that, that stigma, you know, yeah. that you can still have a full life Um, you can still be witty you can still be wise you can still um, have have a full expression uh, of yourself and 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 just um, and and still really enjoy life you know where you're at at that point in time Um, and so it was really this this burst of creativity that took us by surprise if anybody would have said to us uh, you know, you're going to write a book together. You're going to write a book as a fundraiser for Alzheimer's Society Canada Research Program. It's just, you know, <laughs> I think they were, uh, you know, from another planet, but um, it has just been um, the most incredible experience. Where did yeah. the name Cheek come from? So because, you know, we were thinking about different titles. And then of course, there's always you know, one thing that hits you and the light bulb goes on, you say, okay, well, that's it. So she's always been cheeky. (laughs) And, um, and then I like the fact that cheek was just short and shortened to the point one syllable. Um, and uh and then she she said well you know what if we came out with a sequel would that be two cheeks and I said well you know what maybe that actually <laughs> has a different meaning altogether so maybe there's her wittiness." There. And-, <laughs> and then she said no but two cheeks here not two cheeks there yes. <laughs> so, or cheek two or something like that anyway, <laughs> see so there you go there's her sense of humor but um, yeah so that's that's how we uh um that's how cheek came to be the title. Did,
0: did you put that last statement in in the book at the end of the book? Like look out for cheek two or something? No, no. <laughs> that would have been great. Oh my yeah, goodness.
1: Yeah. But we do say, um, in in the um the introduction is called the uh the inspiration behind the words,
2: uh-huh. and
1: um on um, um there's there's one section where it says mom has always possessed a straight to the heart, quick wit. A cheekiness, hence the title cheek, and at times has been subtle as a sledgehammer. <laughs>
2: so,
1: I even said that to her when I was a teenager. I'd say, Mom, you're as subtle as a sledgehammer. So Oh
0: my goodness, yeah. that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> How it all came together literally it was meant to happen.
1: It really was, you know, uh COVID, who who would have ever thought that we would live through something like that and then just our time together, we were just together a lot. And I also thought to myself, you know what, this is the perfect time to do the book. I mean, I wasn't working. She still, she still had most of her short term memory intact. Mm -hmm. And I thought, but you know what, if I wait a year, if I wait two years, you know, maybe it's not even going to happen. And maybe she's not even really going to have the capability of expressing herself at the level that she is now. Um, and uh, so um, we we bring it to today, her short term memory has has declined uh, considerably, mm-hmm. where she's repeating um, a lot of things um, every day. And sometimes she obsesses on one thing. Yeah. So I'm just so glad that we you know again it was a very instinctive a very natural thing to do uh but that we we let it sort of evolve and kind of take shape into into what it is and we're we're so we're so proud of it and we've we've gotten so much support um from our community so my brother uh still lives in toronto i have a number of friends um who are still there so i visit there occasionally but um but then, you know, I have a circle of, uh, you know, friends and community supporters here um, in KW and Guelph and Cambridge, and then there's uh, there's Leamington and and Windsor and Essex County and Kingsville. And We have, you know, family and, and friends that that live out that way. So, um, so it's been great. And in uh, February of this year, um, sort like our goal was to sell a hundred books. Mm-hmm. And uh, the books were priced at uh, $20. So 50% would uh, go to the charity for research. And um, so our goal was to sell 100 books in the first uh, first year, year and a half and uh, and then donate um, $1,000 to the charity. So we did that in February of this year and we've already sold uh, several more books. So we're just going to keep going when we do another uh, bulk sale, then we'll make another donation. But um, yeah, it's it's just been great. And how special is this to have with your mom? You know, it really is. And, you know, my friends would say to me, you know, this is this is the best keepsake ever. You're going to have this forever. Mm-hmm. And um, there's actually a picture here. I'll, I'll just show. Yeah. Um, where are we here? So there's the front cover of the book. And um, there's a picture here when she was 19 in 1961. Yeah. So I saw this and I thought mm-hmm. how fitting is that with her finger under her chin it's like she's thinking about what she's going to say next
0: yeah and And it just uh, reminds me of cheek just that her personality
1: yeah future (laughs) yeah and uh you know we we did considerable research about um other books Mm -hmm. um other uh personal uh accounts uh that are out there um people writing about their personal experiences so there are a lot of anecdotal books out there there are a lot of um books that have you know a scientific or medical angle to it but as far as we know from what we have seen I mean I you know I might be wrong like maybe there's something that I haven't caught yet out there on the internet but as far as I know this is this is the only book that we believe where someone with dementia is a co-author mm-hmm so I think that really makes Cheek stand out, uh, makes it especially unique and that, you know, we were actually able to do this together. I mean, the way her mind is now, um, it probably wouldn't really happen, but um, we, we did it early enough in her diagnosis that she was really still able to contribute at a high level. And, um so, yeah, so it's it's been amazing. And then, um, the, the offshoot from from Cheek, or maybe not the offshoot, but something in addition to Cheek was, um, you know, a poem that I wrote for Alzheimer's. I mean, i I started writing a number of poems, but then I thought, you know what? What about a poem for for Alzheimer's, uh, which eventually turned into a a song. Um, and that's you know kind of another little pet project. Hopefully, you know that can be recorded. Um, but um, so really, it spells out um, Alzheimer's vertically, and um, the the um, the letter of um, each of the letters that spells out Alzheimer's. There's a rhyming line that Mm -hmm. goes um, with uh, with each of those letters so um, it can also be a good brain exercise because it's not a very long poem but I thought of those as two separate projects and my father the author journalist he said why don't you include that at the end of your book Mm -hmm. it's it's perfect just tie them together so that's what we have it's on the last page of the book wow
0: so it's, it's like a
1: family project then it, it really is. And and may I share with you the poem? It's, yes, it's quite brief, but um, so it's called A Poem for Alzheimer's. And because it's a global issue, we gave it a, a global um, perspective. Yep. So A is for awareness of Alzheimer's everywhere. L is for the learning tools in helping people care. Z is for the zeal we feel for this worthy cause. H is for the helpers who deserve much applause. E is for the efforts made at every single stage. I is for the programs that inspire and engage. E is for empowering, sorry, I I missed one. M is for the memories from music played in time. E is for empowering the body, soul and mind. R is for raising funds no matter large or small and S is for sending smiles around the world to one and all.
0: Wow, that is so beautiful.
1: Oh my goodness! And sometimes these ideas would come to me as I was waking up, wow. and they would come to me in bits and pieces. And actually, Mom and I, we um, we came up with a couple of those lines together because if I had a little bit of a block, mm-hmm. you know, I I'd, I'd be going to her, and um, you know, and then and then she would you know, have an idea, and then we would sort of put it together. But yeah, I think it took, it took maybe two or three days for us to really tie it together. And even mm-hmm. my dad had a couple of uh, tweaks, a little cu- couple of suggestions. So it it was a family, family effort, when when I look back on it. Yeah,
0: what's what's one of your favorite memories while creating this?
1: Um, you know, that's hard to pinpoint down to one memory because there are so many little memories, you know, that just um, make make the experience so amazing. Um, but I'd have to say, you know, I was thinking about this, you know, when, uh, when I was preparing, and I remember when we were starting um, to create it, we were very much in the early stages. And it's actually a quote that I have near the end of the book, but it's something that came across in the early stages of the creation. And um, and my mom loves pearls. She loves her pearl necklaces mm-hmm. and her pearl earrings. And so it says, uh, she calls me Julie. So I said, Julie said to mom, your pearls of wisdom stick with me. I feel a desire to write them down. And mom paid Julie a great compliment and said, that is your wisdom so I really love that and I thought you know what that was that was maybe the I don't know second or third quote um in my notebook mm-hmm. but I thought you know what I'm going to put that near the end of the book because it, it just seems fitting mm-hmm. you know to do See, it that way. so stuff yeah. like
0: that is going to stick with you forever um yeah creating this book with your mom and having the opportunity to spend that much time with her during, you know, COVID when you didn't think you were going to be able to spend all this time with her, right?
1: Right. And, you know, my friends would say to me, you know what, like, and I've always worked, you know, even when I had a full-time job, I was teaching dance on the side, like I've always, always worked and I've never not worked. And so, um, you know, I felt like a fish out of water. I felt I felt very strange. <laughs> it's a very strange feeling, you know, to be suddenly out of work, and um, you—it's—it's—it's you, it's, it's just out of your control, you know. And then when COVID hit, well, it's just like it's—it's it's like everything was stopping. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, um, well, what can I do? What can I do? And and it's like I was—I was looking for answers, you know, what like I'm looking for a new creative passion or what can I do? And it was just these interactions that we were having. And it was like these little sparks that sort of developed along the way. And it just evolved into this wonderful book. Mm -hmm.
0: For some people, COVID was definitely a blessing in disguise. Yes. It it allowed people to slow down. Like you said, you were so used to working. It allowed people that were just so used to working and being busy all the time to just actually slow down and spend time with you know, family and friends, because we don't often get time to do that, right, so. Right, right. That, that's amazing.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm yeah. so Thank happy you.
1: a book came out of this.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> and I, I started writing uh, so many other pieces as well, like, you know, children's poems and, uh, you know, rhythmic rhymes and even, uh, like, little short stories. Like, I just started writing a lot, which was, which was really interesting. But this was, um, you know, the big pet project that Mm -hmm. that developed.
0: So how was it when, you know, COVID was just starting to trickle down? And, you started working again. Um, how did that transition work for you and your mom?
1: So I still continue to go down every other weekend. Um, it might be for, you know, like a, a couple of nights. Um, you know, fortunately, I, I work for a company that, uh, you know, um, Um, has a great uh, benefit of program and you know holidays and personal days and things like that Um, and so you know I've I've actually been able to have um, you know some three-day weekends or four-day weekends and um, and you know even when we uh, needed to meet with a care coordinator to get her on the list for long-term care I was able to work from home or hence work from Leamington. Um, So, you know, that's the beauty of technology today and um, that you really can work from anywhere and still be very productive. Um, But I, you know, it's interesting, um, you have these little, these little periods of loss where, you know, um, you know, first there was the diagnosis. Right, mm-hmm. so you know, I remember having a couple of really good cries um, when she got her diagnosis because the the her doctor in Toronto said, you know, it will only increase over time, and the medication helps to helps to delay, um, you know, the speed at which it develops. But again, everybody's experience is different, so it can, um, you can it can decline gradually or it can decline like all of a sudden you can be doing really well and then and then it can take a dip and then it can plateau or it can take a a big dip you know so it's you you really don't quite know how it's going to take shapes you just really need to go with the flow um and educate yourself you know you know about dementia and learn strategies and tools and um you know and how to communicate with her Um, so um, when I did go back to work, it was another sort of mini loss. But then, but then, um, you know, I was still able to go down um, regularly. But it, it was a little bit of a mini loss because I could see that she was declining a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the opportunity to see her for, you know, stay with her for ten days or for two weeks, uh, like I did during COVID, you know, that that opportunity is not really there anymore. Um, and so, um, so now, like, I know that this next, next year is going to be a little bit tough, um, but you know, it's just, it's just really cherishing every single visit. It's just cherishing all of those times that you have together. And even if you're just sitting, watching a movie and not even really talking that much, just, you know, just cherish being t- together. Um, and, uh. And and we talk every day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she still has her long term memory intact, um, but you know, it's it, it's in bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's the short term that's that's really tough. So we've amped up more care. You know, the uh, the PSWs are coming in daily. Um, you know, she still has her own apartment, but um, and she also gave up driving. Um after she uh she moved to Leamington because after she got lost, um, yeah, she couldn't really drive anymore. Mm -hmm. So I took over her car. So, you know, there have been these these um these stages, you know, these hurdles that we've had to go through. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, the next big one will be long-term care in about a year. Um, but any, but you know, she's she never complains. She's uh, like even if she's sore because she has osteoarthritis as well. Um, you know, if if it gets really bad, she has a high tolerance for pain, but she might say, Oh, I'm like today is today's a bad day. But other than that, you know, she she doesn't complain. And so she she really keeps a, a positive outlook on life and uh and she keeps saying, today is the first day of your life, it will never come back again. Yeah. But, um, can Great I, share you- <laughs> yeah, you like that? Um, can I share with you just a bonus cheek? Yes, note? Cause, um, I'm glad I kept these notes. I, this, I, I've been keeping notes even for several months in case, um, I was to do an, an interview. Talk is cheek, not talk is cheap, but talk is cheek. <laughs> so, um, so she said a little butter spreads because it melts the heart. I thought that was sweet. Anyway, and also this book, um, it will be like a collector's item because it has topical issues like COVID. Mm -hmm. um, And she references the planet Mars, you know, they're doing a lot of Uh, research on Mars now and the Rolling Stones are even mentioned in there Mm -hmm. Um, the longest running band in history Um, you know band members that have been together for 60 years so um, there's a there's a lot of topical stuff in there how
0: cool is that like your mom probably lived through so many not probably she did live through so many life changes and she's like what
1: is what's going on And she loved the Rolling Stones. I mean, my, my mother, um, she was a fitness instructor for 43 years. And then, you Mm -hmm. know, I, I was a dancer. My brother was a musician. Um, and there was always music in the house. Mm -hmm. So she had such a, um, such a, like a, a, a plethora of, of, of uh, music arrangements that she was, um, or, or recordings that she was playing. So anywhere from um, George Benson to Eartha Kitt to um, you know the Rolling Stones to um, uh, you know Elvis Presley to Pavarotti. I mean, she loved mm-hmm. opera, so um, and classical music. So we like we were just listening to everything, um, and yeah, so. Um, she's she's a very very interesting lady and you know she's had a lot of challenges in her life and a lot of wonderful successes too but we're just so proud of this book and and I hope that um, there will be other opportunities for me to you know share my story and yes and, so you know, how talk can about the, it with others how yeah. can our
0: listeners purchase cheek if they wanted to
1: so if, if they want to reach out to me, um, they can email me. Um, So um, my email is um, jtcshirk at Rogers.com. I'm not shy about sharing that (laughs) for for the book um and then uh if they want to give me their address i can ship them a copy of the book along with a receipt um and then i also uh uh, joyce and i we also send out um thank you e-cards through paperless posts so you know it's a beautiful card with uh the envelope and it has like it's very personalized Mm -hmm. um and it's thanking them for their um their contribution and for their support um, and then after we make a donation to the charity we send out a mass email to people who've made purchases just so that they they know yes we have made that donation mm-hmm. um so so that's really the best way and I have promotional flyers um you know that I I've, I've emailed out to people and that they can even pass on to friends um you know if they think that that other people in their circle may be interested as well Mm -hmm. so yeah and different different methods of payment so in person it's you know cash or check or um but you know e-transfer is is a very convenient way as well so yeah this is
0: wonderful I I really hope it inspires um you know people to just pick up a pen and paper and and write things down that are important to them because life is so short
1: Yeah, and that was actually uh, one of the things that, um, that my mother was saying um, um, that, you know, to, to just, just keep, just write things down. Like, even if it's like, I I keep a regular journal, um, a gratitude journal, um, but I've also kept journals of my trips. Um, But you know, if you just, if you just write things down, even something that someone said at work uh, that made you smile or, you know, tickled your funny bone or, you know, write it down because um, you'll be glad you did. (laughs) Really? Like it, it might seem like, oh, it's an effort to do it, but you'll be really glad you did because, you know, we all have bad days and then you just go back and read that. And, and I swear to you, you'll, you will have forgotten that that happened Mm -hmm. until you open your book and you're like, Oh my God, that's right. And that is fantastic. And it's just, then it makes your day. So, um, and, and it's true. Like there, there are some things like there, mom and I had a huge body of work. I think we had like about 250, 300 quotes, but we only took the ones that we thought were the best. But I'm still glad I wrote everything down. Because some of those other pieces were, were still pretty cool. And who knows, maybe that can be part of a second book. We don't know. (laughs) We we don't know, right. But, but yeah, just, you know, write things down. Just Mm -hmm. write them down. You'll be really glad you did.
0: What's one tip you
1: have for a new care partner? Um, Well, it's just one tip. Um, Listen with an open mind, then pause and respond with compassion. Because when you're um, living or or dealing with someone with dementia, it can be very frustrating. And there have been times when I've been short with my mother. And, um, but then you know, I take a deep breath and then I think about it and then I apologize and then I give her a big hug and a kiss, (laughs) right? But you need to, you just need to pause. Mm -hmm. Really listen and pause and then always respond with compassion. Yeah. That's amazing.
0: Wow. So thank you so much for being on this podcast with me. Um, I really hope our listeners have learned a little bit about, you know, Cheek and, and why it came about. And I really hope that they reach out to you to support um, this wonderful, wonderful book. Um, We're going to finish this podcast off with some rapid fire questions. Okay. Um, These questions are all um, random and there's no right or wrong answer. And it's just to have our audience get to know a little bit more about yourself. Sure. You ready? I'm ready all right if you didn't have to sleep what would you do with that extra time
1: oh i'd be dancing (laughs) i'd be dancing under the disco ball yep that's amazing (laughs) what would your perfect sunday look like my perfect sunday would look like exercising along the beach like going for either a bike ride or or a jog Mm -hmm. um you know having having a, a really great brunch um, you know, uh, cooking and eating with the people that I love. Um, I think maybe taking in a little concert, maybe like a little outdoor concert and presuming it's summer, right? (laughs) Indoor concert if it was winter. Um, and then, uh, yeah, maybe going to the movies.
0: That sounds like a perfect Sunday to me. (laughs) If you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be?
1: Oh gosh, that's tough because I love food. Well, at the top of my list these days, it's strawberries. What could you give a
0: 40 minute presentation on with absolutely no preparation?
1: I could talk about dance Mm -hmm. for sure.
0: And then the last question, what's the best piece of advice someone has ever given you?
1: Well, something that stood out for me, um, and and actually, I was referencing um, to someone, uh, not too long ago, is um, um, don't give uh, too much of yourself or too much information. um, Or like even if it's a production that you're putting together, like maybe a show, uh, don't give um, too much. Mm-hmm. Always leave the audience wanting more. So it's even like with the cheek book. I mean, it's not a very long book. It's it's kind of a small book, um but it it leaves you wanting a little bit more.
0: Yeah, people are like, yeah. I wonder what else they talk about.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It just it gets you thinking even after you finish the book. Yeah, that's amazing.
0: Thank you so much, Juliana. It was a pleasure speaking with you today. Um, My call to action for all of you. Let's keep talking about Alzheimer's disease and let's keep educating ourselves. Listen to new episodes on the last Friday of every month on our YouTube channel, Alzheimer Windsor. Um, And our podcast is also available on Spotify and Amazon Music. Don't forget to subscribe. Help for today, hope for tomorrow. And remember, we are better together. Thank you so
2: much, Juliana. Thank you, Cindy. That was great. Thank you
1: for the opportunity. I really appreciate it.